0: Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalm for the eighth day. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me in your wrath. For your arrows have already pierced me and your hand presses hard upon me. There is no health in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no soundness in my body because of my sin. For my iniquities overwhelm me. Like a heavy burden, they are too much for me to bear. My wounds stink and fester by reason of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate. I go about in mourning all the day long. My loins are filled with searing pain. There is no health in my body. I am utterly numb and crushed. I wail because of the groaning of my heart. O Lord, you know all my desires, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart is pounding, my strength has failed me, and my brightness of my eyes has gone from me. My friends and companions draw back from my affliction. My neighbors stand afar off. Those who seek after my life lay snares for me. Those who strive to hurt me speak of my ruin and plot treachery all the day long. But I am like the deaf who do not hear, like those who are mute and do not open their mouth. I have become like one who does not hear and from whose mouth comes no defense. Without cause are mighty, and many in number are those who wrongfully hate me. Those who repay evil for good slander me, because I follow the course that is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. I said i will keep watch upon my ways so that i do not offend with my tongue i will put a muzzle on my mouth while the wicked are in my presence so i held my tongue and said nothing i refrained from rash words but my pain became unbearable my heart was hot within me while i pondered the fire burst into flame i spoke out with my tongue lord let me know my end in the number of my days so that I may know how short my life is. You have given me a mere handful of days and my lifetime is nothing in your sight. Truly even those who stand erect are but a puff of wind. We walk about like a shadow and in vain we are in turmoil. We heap up riches and cannot tell who will gather them. And now, what is my hope? O Lord, my hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions and do not make me the taunt of the fool. I have fell silent and did not open my mouth, for surely it was you that did it. Take your affliction from me. I am worn down by the blows of your hand. With rebukes for sin you punish us, like a moth, you eat away all that is dear to us. Truly, everyone is but a puff of wind. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am but a sojourner with you, a wayfarer as for my forebearers were. Truly, your gaze from me, that I may be glad again before I go my way and am no more. I waited patiently upon the Lord. He stooped to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of a desolate pit out of mire and clay. He set my feet upon a high cliff and made my sure footing. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many shall see and stand in awe and put their trust in the Lord. Happy are they who trust in the Lord. They do not resort to evil spirits or turn to false gods. Great things are that they have done, O Lord my God. How great your wonders and your plans for us. There is none who can be compared with you. Oh, that I could make them known and tell them, but they are more than I can count. In sacrifice and offering, you take no pleasure. You have given me ears to hear you. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required, and so I said, behold, I come. In the role of the book it is written concerning me, I love to do your will, O oh my God. Your law is deep in my heart. I proclaimed righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I did not restrain my lips, and that, O Lord, you know. Your righteousness have I not hidden in my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your deliverance. I have not concealed your love and faithfulness from the great congregation. You are the Lord. Do not withhold your compassion from me. Let your love and your faithfulness keep me safe forever. For innumerable troubles have crowded upon me. My sins have overtaken me and I cannot see. They are more in number than the hairs of my head and my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and altogether dismayed who seek after my life to destroy it. Let them draw back and be disgraced who take pleasure in my misfortune. Let those who say, Aha! and gloat over me be confounded because they are ashamed. Let all who seek you rejoice in you and be glad. Let those who love your salvation continually say, Great is the Lord. Though I am poor and afflicted, the Lord will have regard for me. You are my helper and my deliverer. Do not tarry, O my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans, chapter 10, beginning at the first verse. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. I can testify that they have a zeal for God, but it is not enlightened. For being ignorant of the righteousness that comes from God and seeking to establish their own, they have not submitted to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law, so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses writes concerning the righteousness that comes from the law, that the person who does these things will come and live by them. But the righteousness that comes from faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you on the lips and on the heart that is, the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and is so justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. The Scripture says, No one who believes in Him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all who is generous and all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 24, beginning at the 15th verse. Jesus said to his disciples, When you see the desolating sacrilege standing in the holy place, as was spoken of by the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand then those who in Judea must flee to the mountains. The one on the housetop must not go down to take what is in the house. The one in the field must not turn back to get a coat. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing infants on those days. Pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for at that time there will be the great suffering such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now, no, and never will be. And if those days had not been cut short, no one would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and produce great signs and omens to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. Take note, I have told you beforehand. So if they say to you, look, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. If they say, look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes as far as the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather Immediately after the suffering of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. And then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the cloud of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore.
1: A reading for Friday in the week of Proper Nine. This is a reading from the Treatise on Christian Perfection by Gregory, Bishop of Nyssa, around the year 394. No one has known Christ better than Paul, nor surpassed him in the careful example he gave of what any one should be who bears Christ's name. So precisely did he mirror his master that it became his very image. By a painstaking imitation, he was transformed into his model, and it seemed to be no longer Paul who lived and spoke, but Christ Himself. He shows his keen awareness of this grace when he refers to the Corinthians' desire for proof that Christ was speaking in Him, as he says, It is no longer I who live, it is Christ who lives in me. Paul teaches us the power of Christ's name when he calls Him the power and wisdom of God, our peace, the unapproachable light where God dwells, our expiation and redemption our great high priest, our paschal sacrifice, our propitiation, when he declares him to be the radiance of God's glory, the very pattern of his nature, the creator of all ages, our spiritual food and drink, the rock and the water, the bedrock of our faith, the cornerstone, the visible image of the invisible God. He goes on to speak of him as the mighty God, the head of his body, the church, the The firstborn of the new creation, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep, the firstborn of the dead, the eldest of many children. He tells us that Christ is the mediator between God and humankind, the only begotten Son, crowned with glory and honor, the Lord of glory, the beginning of all things, the King of justice and of peace, the King of the whole universe, ruling a realm that has no limits. Paul calls Christ by many other titles too numerous to recall here their cumulative force will give some conception of the marvelous content of the name Christ revealing to us his inexpressible majesty in so far as our minds and thoughts can comprehend it since by the goodness of god we who are called christians have been granted the honor of sharing this name the greatest, the highest, the most sublime of all names, it follows that each of the titles that express its meaning should be clearly reflected in us. If we are not to lie when we call ourselves Christians, we must bear witness to it by our way of living. Here ends the reading. I believe in God
0: and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went up not to joy, but first he suffered pain and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated unto you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your eternal kingdom. Grant us the gift of your spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him at all times and in all places may give thanks to you in all things. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.